Hey guys, direct from the Court Empire Studios, I'm Carly Beaumont. I'm Nicole. And this is Talking Shondaland. This fall, we're talking Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. Our discussion this week will be about Season 5, Episode 1 of Station 19, and Season 18, Episode 1 of Grey's Anatomy. Welcome back, Nicole! Woo! Yay! Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Nicole. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're here. I'm super, super amped to be back. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it in your voice. <laughs> Nicole's like, simmer down. We just started. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just telling Nicole literally right before we press record. I was so excited to to come back to the show, to come back to recording, to like hearing people's thoughts and getting feedback and all that. It just kind of feels like first day of school. You know, that's the kind of energy and like vibe that I'm like feeling it's right so now. It's so weird. First day of school. It yeah. feels like the summer took a long time. Like I feel like we've been on like a really long hiatus. That's how it felt to me. Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I also have no concept of time. So that's No, what is time anymore? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, you're lucky I know what day it is. Right. I thought I thought tomorrow was Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, no, Nicole, no, just the weekend, still the weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's, it feels really great to be back. The summer to me, unlike you, it felt super duper short. And all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, it's September. Oh shit, next week is, you know, TGIT comes back or whatever. I still call it TGIT, guys. I know. It's I do not, too. Whatever. Yeah. It'll always be TGIT. Forever and always. Ever. Um, <laughs> so how was your weekend, Nicole? Your weekend. So how was your summer? <laughs> Uh, my summer was pretty good, uh, yeah. fairly eventful. I kept busy with, you know, well, I tried to stay as busy as possible and enjoy it as much as possible. So did a lot of walks with the kids, hikes, things like that. Nice. Um, we got to go to Virginia beach for a week. Ooh. That was really nice. I never been the first time. Yeah. I love Virginia beach. Oh my God. We went and like, you know, when you go somewhere and you kind of like feel out of place cause you never been before. Yeah. We went and I literally felt like I lived there. Like, I was so comfortable. I loved it so much. Oh, are we going to lose you to Virginia Beach soon? I don't know. Not at least until the kids graduate, but I, guess I don't know. So. I really had a good time down there. Like, I really enjoyed it. Like, the hotel was great. The walking distance, everything was good. The beach was great. It was so much fun. I know. I really like Virginia Beach. It's super chill. And I mm -hmm. I am a fan of beach towns. I, I'm from New York City, so beach towns are vacations to me and the yeah. vibe everything feels great when you're in a beach town virginia beach is great and it's family friendly and all that stuff so i'm glad you mm -hmm. had a good time yeah, yeah it was fun i really like how like outdoorsy you are and so i'm always like nicole goes kayaking i should go kayaking but also i don't like fresh air you know <laughs> <laughs> kayaking is actually a lot of fun like the kids i didn't think we're gonna enjoy it as much as they did yeah but they actually have a ball like we go out and they kind of like take off and go their own way and nice. like race each other. And then like, I try to race them and no, we actually have a good time. And then I just sit there and put my feet on tan. Oh my God. That sounds incredible. It's actually a lot of fun. I stay in like lakes, not moving waters yeah. unless like a, a jet boat goes by. But other than that, I'm cool. <laughs> Nicole's like, I like still water as still as possible. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm not it. on the river. I am not that person. No. It's funny because I, that's how I picture you when I'm like, Nicole's outdoorsy. I picture you like, in like rapids, you know what I mean? Being like, guys, hold on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, That's I don't know about you. that. <laughs> I like that you picture me that way. Thank you. 
Yeah, well, you're very, you're, you're very like superhero action hero person in my head. <laughs> yeah, I think the same way in like my head too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, my summer is actually the same. Like our last episode, you know, I was like, I'm going to go out and like do things with the kids. And like we did, we went, we did, we did a lot of outdoor stuff, you know, and because mm-hmm. we had spent so much time indoors the, the past yeah. year and with beaches and pools and um we did some museum stuff we did amusement parks and water parks you know like all that stuff and that just nice try to spend time outside i drank yeah. as promised you guys i told you last at the end of last season i was gonna be like 50 50 tequila and i kept my promise <laughs> and it was very very nice it was, <laughs> it was really nice it goes congratulations um, to you thanks thanks i drank a lot of fucking margaritas, man. And oh, hell yeah. I, I tested them literally everywhere I went. I was like, you guys have margarita? Just bring them. Just keep them coming. I made some at home. I had them everywhere I went, like literally. So that was my drink of the summer. That I was actually my go-to person. drink this summer. Yeah? Yeah. It felt like a margarita summer. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So it was it was good. Um, One of my kids, my daughter, who now goes by they, them, um, she came out or they that they came out to us this year and that was great. Um, so we did Pride. I did Pride with them. Well, we did it like as a whole family and then I went mm-hmm. and did it. My friend and I, we just kinda hung out. So that was really fun in June, um, to go and do like the Pride event around New York. Um and nice. I, I was just so proud of them that they came, you know, that they felt so um, safe and secure and confident that they can come out to us. And that was really great, you know, because they're turning 11 um, this week and I'm just kind of like, oh my God, they're oh going my God. so fast. So just to to have them be so like, I don't know, themselves assured that way. Yeah. That was really fun. Nice. That happened in June. And then August was literally about tanning and water and being in the pool and beaches. So I was like, I was in heaven. I did a lot of that this this summer, which was nice. That's good. Yeah, it was nice. Sounds good. Yeah. I took care of my, my parents. My my dad has a, a terminal uh, cancer. So I took care of um, of them a lot in, in different ways. So it was nice to kind of be outside to kind of like recuperate the mind and spirit and all that. With tequila definitely helped clearly. But it was nice to kind of get like the sun rays, that vitamin D and like, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? That sunlight. It felt really nice. So, yeah, I feel energized to kind of start the fall and the winter, which I was very excited about because I'm a big fan of sweater weather. So I'm, oh, but God, I'm like, yes. energized, you know, to start the summer or the fall that way. I just switched out all of our drawers and closets this weekend. Ooh. And I just like pulled out all the sweaters and everything else, even though today was like 80 degrees and hot. I but know. I know. So I was bad. just like, mm-mm. I got my boots and sweaters. Not today. <laughs> Not today, weather. Not today. Nope. First week in September, I like cleaned out my sweaters. I refolded everything so I could like see everything. And I'm like, I'm ready. And literally, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, September, I'm ready for sweater weather. All <laughs> September until maybe a couple of days ago, it was like 80, 90, 80 degrees. And I'm like, come on, September, don't do me like this. I could not I know, right? For sweater weather. It's always it's always like that couple days likes to stick around. Absolutely. Yeah. No, but with sweater weather comes, you know, our shows being back. And I'm so like legitimately excited to kind of come back and and 
you know, chat with everybody and, and, and see what the shows are up to. And you know what I mean? So like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm ready for this. And at the end of the seasons, I'm always like, oh, guys, I'm burnt out. I don't know if I'm coming back next summer, but, or next year, but I'm here. I'm back. And I'm excited. <laughs> Yay. Um, no. So with all this, like, re-energized kind of like summer, you know, summer excitement or summer, like, energy that I'm kind of putting into fall comes like brand new stuff. So we have a brand new mm -hmm. Instagram account at Talking Shondaland. If you guys wish, you can follow us there. So that's at Talking Shondaland on Instagram. And we have a new podcast logo. Nicole. It looks great. I know. I'm so excited. Our new podcast logo um, designed by our good friend, Beth Freed. I'm going to put all her info on the show notes so you guys can follow her. She's fantastic. And we love our new logo. So I hope you guys like it too. So let us know how you like it if you haven't already. Um, and I don't know, maybe we'll put it on some like t-shirts or mugs or stickers or something. And we'll see. We'll see how, um, how you, if you guys are like into that into that kind of stuff then <laughs> we'll do that so Ooh, that's fun i definitely need to put it on a mug i can put it right next to my original one. Oh yeah i still I love, have that i love my talking shonda mug i know <laughs> my boss lady one i'm getting a new computer so i kind of want to put it a logo you know a talking shonda land logo and slap it on my new computer I'm very oh yeah that. that would be awesome yeah that'd be cool Ooh, i need that yeah i need one along um alongside my you know human rights campaign stickers and stuff like that oh my there you computer. go i'm really excited yay anyways it's nice to just kind of come back and like catch up a little bit and um i hope to be hearing you guys more or hearing from everybody more especially since on instagram nicole and i we decided that we were like fuck it we're gonna do lives right after the shows are done on thursdays literally right after gray's is done at 1001 we're gonna go on instagram live and we're gonna just kind of give quick instant reactions um mm -hmm. small previews to the full podcast episodes kind of thing where you guys can like join us ask questions we're gonna kind of have a back and forth so i hope that we get to see you guys there too that was fun when we did it this past premiere night yes we saw margaret there we saw beth there uh, a couple of other people so um that was really fun nicole i don't know about you but i had a badass no, definitely. That was like the first yeah. time I ever really went live. Because I think I tried it one time before and I don't know if I was actually live or not. <laughs> I don't know if I actually did it or not. I think you were just talking to your phone. <laughs> no, like I've seen like I think one or two people pop in, but like I was so worried about dropping my phone. I was parasailing and I was taking a video. Oh. So I was worried See, about like dropping my phone. So <laughs> you're like the Tom Cruise of this podcast. You're like, I was just climbing a mountain, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just another day. It's just another day in Nicole's world. You guys, Nicole is the best. Follow us on Instagram. Follow Nicole on Instagram. And you'll see all the awesome things that she does. I live vicariously through you, Nicole. You know that. I know. That's why I live the way I live, Carly. Just for me. Oh, Just for you. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> best. Also because I have fun stories of random shit. Right. <laughs> right. Goes. Yeah, so join us for our Instagram live at Talking Shonda on Instagram. Every Thursday, 10.01. Right 10.01 Eastern, I should say. Shit. Because I, I always forget about fucking time zones and all oh, that yeah. stuff. 10.01 Eastern, right after Grace is done on, on the East Coast. That should be fun. Um, okay, I'm ready, Nicole. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. Station 19, Episode 1, 
Phoenix from the Flame, written by Krista Vernoff and directed by Stacey K. Black. Relationships are challenged at Station 19 following Sullivan's actions at Maya and Karina's wedding, putting his marriage with Andy to the test. Dean comes to terms with his feelings for Vic, while Travis rekindles an old flame. Ooh. Ooh. Nicole. Andy was pissed. Ooh. Andy was pissed. This wasn't the word. <laughs> that wasn't. Mm. If she could have burst into flames where she stood, yeah. she would have. Yeah. I feel like that was her version of that, though. Yeah. She's like, wait. She's like, weightlifting. That scene where oh she's God. like. She was like weightlifting with the dumbbells, just like showing her guns. And I was like, ooh. And she was all pissed and like yelling at him. And I was just kind (laughs) of like, oh my God, this is so, this is like hot. But also like, I realized this episode that angry, super pissed off Andy is my favorite Andy. Oh my God, my favorite Andy, Right? I love her that way. She's like lifting weights and she's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And he's like, yo, I'm sorry. Why don't you come home? And she's like, fuck off, man. I I loved it. It was so sexy and I just really liked it. It was like powerful and she like meant business. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's not even trying to stop his her workout for him. And I was here for that shit, Nicole. This was like the like most surest of Andy that I feel like I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Like her like in that mindset and like so angry, like, no, fuck that. I'm not couch surfing. I'm staying with people who care about me and love me. Like, go fuck yourself. Right. I have friends who I haven't screwed over like you have. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just like, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. She was, no, she was incredible. Like, um, he said something like, oh, you know, at least I I didn't run. And she's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't run. I walked. I walked. Like, she was like, like, like holy fuck she is like that's how you know she meant business that whole scene that whole scene i want to say she said that she's he was like oh maybe we could like rise from the flames like the phoenix she was like nah we're not a phoenix we're just a pile of ash right that was another burn that i was like ooh, i was like he done burned that bridge yes (laughs) he should absolutely take a hand And what was the other thing? Oh, no, it was at the wedding. So we got the 10 months later. So we got a time jump and then we kept coming back to the wedding. And those wedding scenes also where he was like, he said something like, like, I'm going to give you something. And she said something like, I don't want anything from you. I don't want, I don't want you anymore. I was like, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, she's done. She's done with him. She's done. Remember when we talked about the finale, we were just kind of like this probably means divorce for these guys yeah it probably means divorce because i think that she has had it with him like that was sully doing this was like the the straw that broke the camel's back for her oh yeah um and that was kind of it was kind of evident in the season finale but this season premiere like she was like because he didn't just screw her over right she he screwed over the entire team he screwed over maya who's yeah. also her best friend. Like he screwed over so many people in that one action. So yeah. for her, she was like, oh, like it wasn't just me. It was everybody. It was Maya. You done burned yourself. Like, bye. And yeah. I don't I don't think I can blame her. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, and it's so funny because for what? Because he, he's not even captain anywhere. He's just like a regular firefighter yeah. now. Not a probie. It doesn't look like he's a probie, I don't think, no. anymore. But he's not even the captain. Like, 
what you were gunning for didn't even happen, bro. And you yeah. fucked so many people over, especially Andy, who supposedly you love so much. And I know like he was all like, you know, I thought I was doing, you know, I convinced myself I was doing what was right for everybody. But like, it's no, it wasn't. And you and you sh I feel like he should have known that. I don't know. Mm hmm. Well, like Ben having the conversation with him, he's like, I'm going to tell you what it really is. Right. And he's just like, you did it for your own self. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you did it for your own selfish ways. Yeah. Oh, what the hell did he say? You're ruthless. Yeah. He's like, yo, I know ambition because I'm hella ambitious. You yeah. see the top of the mountain, you want to get to it and that's it. But mm -hmm. you're fucking ruthless, bro. Yeah. You'll knock anybody over to get to the top of the mountain. And that's the yeah. difference. And you need yep. to like realize that. And he said that to him at the wedding, at Karina yeah. and Maya's wedding. Yeah. And, and it took him that long to real finally say something. Right. Well, it took him 10 months. It took him that entire time. Almost the whole year. Yeah. That's bullshit. Like I'm sorry. you you're sitting home alone. You have no one around you. No one you takes that long to get to that point. Like right. your pride, your ego is that big? Like, come on, dude. Yeah. No wonder why she ain't living with you. Ain't no fucking room. <laughs> She she wasn't. Yeah, she took her shit and left. She she has been sleeping on people's couches or whatever for ten months instead of being at home with you. Like, let's think about what you've done to deserve yeah. this, Sully. Um, and I get it. Pride is big. Pride is big. Ambition is huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're really they're things that drive people to do certain things. But I think that. Um, or at least I'm hoping that this is a like a wake up call for him in a way. And just, on top of know, that, they weren't like even the same himself. station. She Holy was at 23 fuck. for the whole time, so yeah, he really wasn't seeing her. Oh, can I can I just say what killed me when she said, "Like I'm at a station that like even the dinner smells like feet, and they don't like yeah. they don't wash their laundry." And everything is just raggedy and I'm the only female and this is stupid and I hate it so much. This is not like, it's just a job now. My job is just a job. I've lost my family, my station, my, you know, my, my everything. And then the, in this episode, she continued to, to lose another big thing, which is the, you know, the engine that was like dedicated to her father and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Like I, I always said, like I always say that love can only take you a certain, like a certain distance. Yeah. But after that, you you need more than that. And I feel like that's where Andy is. And when she told him that she got a divorce lawyer, and she was like, "I love you, but I don't respect you, and I can't forgive you," that was huge because it's true. It's oh just God, like yeah. there can only like love again. Love can only take you so far. Then what? She doesn't respect him and it's really hard to forgive him, at least now, to the point where she's like, I cannot. She has to not stay with him mm -hmm. anymore. It just makes sense. Yeah. And I'm glad that she finally kind of put her foot down and was like, no, you know, no, I'm not going to let him, you know, convince me otherwise. Like he did yeah. all last year every time she wanted to talk, you know? Yeah. And mm. I was going to say, and that wasn't. This was only a part of it. There was also, yeah, that whole part where she wanted to talk and he kept shoving it off. And then the whole drug thing and putting all them in jeopardy. Like there right. was just a lot of stuff on top of one another. Yeah. So she's just like, this isn't worth it anymore. 
No. Remember the conversation she had with Jack at the wedding when she was like, I don't know if I married him too fast or something like that. Remember? Yeah. I'm glad that she's not I'm glad. Well, it's something that I'm sure was in the back of her mind every time they had a misstep because it wasn't like, oh, my God, we love each other so much and everything is, you know, sunshine and rainbows. It was like, oh, we're going to get married. Things weren't like great, but I want to get married because my dad, I wanted my dad there. And every's like, and then it was like hiccup after hiccup after hiccup after hiccup after hiccup. And they haven't had any real time to kind of really um, explore their actual love and feelings for each other. And and I don't know, and explain it in a way with, with how they live their life happy and, and all that stuff. I don't know. It just, yeah. Uh, it's it sucks. It really does suck. However, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I'm sorry to the Surya fans. I really, really, really am. But like, I don't think that right now they should be together. And I think that this is a good thing that they're not. Yeah. I don't know if they should get divorced or if they should just take a really long separation, but I, I don't, I feel like maybe they should just get divorced. I don't know if this will Same. work. Yeah. Same. Like that's going to be a lot of therapy to go through and I don't know if they can make it through it to be very honest No, and right, I, I think right now the way she's feeling it doesn't seem like she even wants to you know what I mean so, yeah listen just because they get a divorce doesn't mean that it can't happen later if it happens yeah. later because they've done work separately on themselves they can come back as kind of different people in a way then that's great yeah and great, sure, more power to them. But like right now, it's like, nah, that's not going to happen. Um, based on this episode, I think that this season for her is going to be very much like a phoenix. You know, she's going to rise from all of these ashes, um, <laughs> crashing and burning of her marriage, you know, kind of, um, I think with the engine burning down and like we saw you know, that dedication sticker burning away with Pruitt's name in memory of Pruitt. Like, I think that was really symbolic of her, of, of her needing to put all that, like even her dad, you know, away and behind her. Um, mm -hmm. uh, not personally, but definitely professionally, you know, like um, McAllister said to them in the beginning when Maya, Karina and her, like when they stormed into his office and she was like, you know, yeah. my father did this, this and that. And he was like, yo, you need to stop invoking your dad's name because like you're a great firefighter, but like, you know, you need to kind of move on from that and become your own person in a way. And I think that that's what's going to happen this season for her. You know, I, you know, that I'm just based on this episode and like these things that happen and the theme, I see that for her. I think that this, this season is going to be very much like, stand on her own, make her own name. Like they even removed her from 19. So I think she's going to be hopefully making her own, you know, her own, her own name, name on her own yeah. own um, this season. I think that's what it's about. Yeah. She makes her own legacy. Right. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm really hoping that like divorce happens and she puts her relationship with Sully to the side and we don't see, I don't think we're going to see any like romantic entanglements with her. I think this is very this season is going to be very career like driven for her, I think. Yeah. I'm hoping so too. Yeah. I'm hoping that's the way they decide to go with it. I think it'll be good for her and it'll be more character development on top of that. Absolutely. So speaking of someone that is trying their best to move on, <laughs> our boy Dean. Mm. Oh, Dean. Mm -mm -mm. oh, Dean. First of all, his 
like bro brotherhood relationship with Jack legitimately is the best, right? Oh my god, they're like I love them. They're like the dream team. They are. I want I want that relationship to be as strong and to me, and to give me the same feels that Travis and Vic give me. You know what I mean? Yes. Because they're hella tight. Like Jack and Dean, they're like brothers. They're hella tight. They're BFFs. Mm-hmm. So I want to see more of that. And and I'm and I think we're we we should be getting more of that. Just you know. Because of this whole Vic situation and, and Jack being so invested and Jack being like, dude, you have to tell her, tell her, tell her. And him being like, nah, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to make it weird. I don't want her to manage me. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. That was a great scene. And I, and I want to see more of the <laughs> two of them. Oh my God. Yeah. They look like so much. Is he living with him? I don't think. No, I don't think so. I think, oh, wait, that's true. Because unless he's still living with Marsha. <sighs> No, but he had his own place. He had his own place. No, did he? I thought he was living with. I thought he was living with Miller at one point, and then he moved in with Marsha. Or no, he didn't move in. I thought he was just staying there because mm. of all of them. Maybe you know what? I I don't remember. I want to say he had his own place, and then he moved in with Marsha. But you you could be right. Yeah, but okay, it'd be cool if they're. No, I don't think he, they're roommates. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because I thought he was living there to help out with Prue. Yeah. yeah. After Vic left. Left. After he threw Vic, Vic out. out is more yeah. accurate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still salty about it. I, I'm not apologizing for that. Um, how, did you, how do you feel about Dean's uh, decision to not tell Vic anything? I mean, I don't know. I'm like wishy-washy. Like, I wish he would have said something just to say it and get it out there. Yeah. But, like, I get why he didn't do it. One, it's hard. Two, what if she doesn't feel the same way or say the same thing or, you know what I mean? You don't want to make it weird or awkward. Or, more importantly, you don't want to lose her or push her away. Right. Especially because she helps out with Peru and, you know, she's always there for him and Peru and things like that. So, I get it, but I wish he would have just, like said it he was like right there and i'm like yes yes and then he did and i'm like no miller i think we were all jack in that scene where oh yeah first of all good lord he's coming out in the towel out right out the shower which i appreciate very much thank you very much right to be that towel and he's like hey vic i wanna i wanna tell you something i uh i uh and Jack is in the back, like, oh, it's gonna happen. And that's like, all. And I feel like literally he was all of us. And then when mm-hmm. Dean was like, uh, I'm just gonna, I need a crisis management resolution uh, specialist. And Jack was like, come on, man. No. <laughs> we were all Jack. We were all Jack. Yeah. I was so stressed out. I was, and yeah. part of me was like, oh my God, he's gonna say something. And I was, I don't know, Nicole, I found myself to be a little, excited and rooting for him to say something even though i love vic and theo i love vic and theo and i want that to happen but like i want i kind of want them short term yeah i i don't know i feel like i want her and theo short term and Mm -hmm. her and miller long term like end game type stuff yeah yeah that's how i feel about it okay yeah i'm gonna agree because her and theo were super cute together 
so like cute. I, so I sexy. really like them when they're together. But I'm like, oh I don't God. know. I feel like I like them short term and her and Miller long term. Mm-hmm. That's just my thoughts and feelings now. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to episode five. We're like, fuck that. I don't want that anymore. I mean, yeah, that's a good possibility. <laughs> well, I know that this season we're going to get a lot more of that triangle. You know, it's going to be a lot more of that. Because, I mean, okay, if he loves Vic the way he says he loves Vic, and he's mm-hmm. been pining over her. Um, like, he loves her so much that he's making these decisions. It's That's going to be hard to suppress, especially when you yeah. see her every day, especially when you're working with her. You guys are in very um, high stakes, high stress, high, you know, emotion situations all the time. You have each other's lives as, you know, um, to to worry about every day. So, like, it's going to be really hard to suppress those feelings. So that's why I kind of don't want them to happen because they're at the same station. Like, you work mm-hmm. together. Like... It's not like, you know, he's at 23 and she's at 19 or vice versa or whatever the case is. It's like, you guys are literally in the same place all the time. Like to me, I feel like that's not going to work out long-term them Mm -hmm. being in the same place all the time. Wait, what's not going to work long-term? Him not saying anything? No, no, no. Him and her together. Oh, yeah. Like if they actually got together, I feel like because they work together, they would live together, whatever, you know, they're raising crew together. Like I feel like that's a whole lot of togetherness. Right. And I feel like, and again, being firefighters and what you do, that's just, it's going to be hard because you're going to be too busy worrying about what they're doing and not what you're doing. And someone's going to get injured. Right. Kind of like how we saw Sully uh, last season with with Andy and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I kind of, I don't know. That's why I don't know how I feel about it. Like Theo shows up every now and again, but he's off doing his own thing. It's nice to see Carlos Miranda, who plays Theo, um, on the show. And it looks like he's a series regular, which mm-hmm. that's awesome, which means that he's going to be around more. Um, mm-hmm. So we're him and Vic. Him and Vic were like low-key said I love you to each other. Oh, my God. Okay, love you. Okay, okay like, love oh, you. Bye. And then he was she, like, and then oh, she, man, I really love that girl. I was like, you guys just met. Simmer down. But that could be my own personal commitment issues. <laughs> but she like giggled know. about it like a little kid. But like, she like freaked out a little bit, but it wasn't. And like she kind of backtracked, but it was. But like she said it because when you say it, when you say stuff like that, it could just be like, like an I love you mom or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I think and I don't think that he bought that fucking story either. I think he knew that, like she meant, like when you feel like you love somebody, you say it. You say, I love you, mom, because you love her. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I, that has to, that has to come into effect when it comes to the whole Dean telling her business. Like he can't, if he sees that she's happy and in love with someone else, he's not going to be like, well, I need you to, to know that I love you so much too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing. Right. So I think he'll end up backing off. Because he's not going to so. want to do that. Yeah. I I hope so for now. But I think like you, I'm very much in... I think the summer softened me up. The sun, sunshine softened me up. And I think I'm ready to accept Dean and Vic as endgame in a way um, mm-hmm. later on. But I, I, I do want to see where Vic and Theo kind of go. 
like how that goes and they're very sweet and they're very nice together and like they look like they really like each other and I like him a lot we got to learn a lot more about him this episode the story that he told Andy about his dad in the car his dad dying um early in life Mm -hmm. um him and Andy I don't know I'm here for that BFF them Um, oh my god yes so I love it. Them dancing, they're they, like, oh, I was like, oh my God, I love this so much. It hurts. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, them speaking Spanish to each other. So they have a lot in common. So I like that. You know, he seems like a really decent, decent guy. And him having yeah. more than one connection at Station 19, Travis, mm-hmm. Vic, um, mm-hmm. Andy now, that that's great. You know, he's going to yeah. be part of the fold. Uh, clearly more than Karina, but whatever, we'll get to that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so, you know, having him, uh, be there and kind of, um, be like a shoulder in a way or an, or an ear, a friend for Andy while she's Mm -hmm. away. That's awesome. And just him, I don't know him being there for Vic. I, I, I don't, I just like, I like him. I like the character and I really like the actor. So to have more of him, I'm, I'm totally here for. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's super cute. I'm going to soak it up while I can. You're oh my right. God, he has a beautiful smile. I know, he's so cute. I love him. You guys know, I love him from Vita, which is like one of my favorite shows of the past 10 years. Like top three favorite. <laughs> and um, he was he was, he was was such a fucking asshole on the show, but I loved him. He's a great, he, like, he's just great. He's very charming. So more okay. Carlos Miranda, please. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> um, what did I have to ask you? Oh, no. Um. So Dean, with the settlement money that he got from the city, city of the state, whatever, um, he developed a pilot program called, and he named it Crisis One, because it sounds like an action movie. (laughs) Another moment between him and Jack that I loved. He was like, I like it. It sounds like an action movie. Yeah, that's why I picked it. I was like, oh, you guys, you guys are just boys (laughs) at heart. And I loved it. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. So it's a pilot program. What they say? They send nonviolent first responders so like not the cops or whatever first responders to nonviolent emergencies is that what it is yeah yeah so it's basically more talking and such instead of forceful right being forceful yeah to de-escalate situations yeah. that aren't like you know like you know armed robbery or something like that you know what i mean um, that is an actual thing cops are supposed to be taught in crisis intervention no. and you're supposed to be able to request one Like working, I work in a mental health field. So a lot of the times when we call, you know, the police to come get individuals, if they're getting out of hand and such, we're supposed to be able to request a CIS to come Mm -hmm. and half the time we don't get one because half the time they're either not trained or someone's not available or they're just a bunch of morons. Sorry to say the one area we deal with, it's just ridiculous. They're worse than anybody. I know they make the situation worse, but um, it is. But yeah, you're supposed to be able to request one and you should be able to get one. And that's like the whole thing that we keep saying is like, I get that you're coming and dealing with a situation because it's getting to a point where we can't and there's only certain things we're allowed to do. Right. Like we can't put them in holds. We can't, you know, do different things. So we have to call someone if we can't get them to deescalate. Right. But they just make it worse. And sometimes they get a little hands on and a little too much. And it's just like, do you really need to do that? Like, I think I yelled at a cop once, but I never had to deal with stuff. Like, my mom's dealt with a lot worse than what I've seen and dealt with. But, like, 
some of it, I'm just like, do you really need to act like that? Yeah. And they just like look at us. But that's the thing that it has to be a systemic change. It shouldn't be like yeah. me calling and then requesting this. It should be like, yeah, this is the emergency that I have. Okay. And then they make the decision on their end to send non-aggressive, non-violent, whatever responders to whatever yeah. the scene is, you know? Um, and, but it looks like that's the program. That's where he's taking the money to create this program, um, to doing. And that's, that's amazing. That's what should be done, um, mm -hmm. in general. So that's what he's, I guess, uh, getting Vic for or requested or asked her to do, you know, um, crisis resolution specialist is what he said. So, uh, I guess they'll be working together in a different in a different way also with the crisis one. And I hope we see more of the, of him working with crisis one and, and developing that a little more um, this season. Yeah. I would love to see more of that. I did love how, how Ben was still on his like PRT. Right. PRT kick. Right. Like, you think Dean could just squeeze a BRT into the crisis one? I was like, oh, give it up. <laughs> give it up, Ben. No, he's just trying to bring that thing back. Yes, I don't know maybe. how it would work, but yeah. But I mean, it's the PRT is a great idea. It's just, you know, it just maybe needs to be tweaked a little. Who knows? <laughs> Crazy. Better security. Uh, better. Right, right, right. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this new captain, Nicole? You have words for him? He's like a Dixon Jr. <laughs> he, he really is. He really is. He's not as bad as Dixon, but he's, yeah, he's, he's trying to be. He's like a mini Dixon. Like he's just an a-hole. Yeah. I'm just like, bro. Like, yeah, you're right. He's not as bad, but like when he came in, like at the end of the shift, like after the whole thing happened with like the truck, yeah, the fire truck being taken and then like, you know, it bursting in the flames and whatnot. He was just Which like, was his fault. Goes, Let's just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Dumbass. I'm not even in any of this. And I called in. I'm just like, uh, yeah. Anybody? No. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You want to spray something on that? No. Nobody. I mean, okay, cool. I mean, Nicole, not only did he leave the rig open with the keys inside, but then he didn't even he's notice so the fuel leak. Like you're not even you're a firefighter, you, okay. dude. Clearly, you're not good at your job. The truck, the truck tips over. Okay, it didn't just get hit; it tips over. It falls on its side. Mm -hmm. You should be walking the entire perimeter of the fucking truck, looking to see the extent of the damage. Okay, first thing they teach me in CPR: is the scene safe? Right. He did not do that. That's what I'm saying. He's not even good at his job. So, so not only is he, you know a toxic masculinity <clears throat> fucking poster child, but he's also really, really bad at his job. If he can't yeah. even do that. He's like, I don't know why you guys are upset. It's just a truck. We can get a new one. Yeah. I don't get what it was like, fuss is about. You know what? You're just a captain. We can get a new one. Why are you upset? <sighs> That's what I would have said. Terrible. And then walk away. Beckett <laughs> is his name. Captain Beckett. Ah, Beckett. Ugh. Too close to Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he's just close to Dixon. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but like I get what he was saying where yeah, you know what? No lives were lost. We did right. our job, you know. Like I felt him on that. Like, yeah, you know what? The whole situation that happened, 
it worked out. Everybody was okay, thankfully. But it's just kind of like, dude, it could have been a completely different scenario that could have, it could have went than what you did. Right. I don't know. It's just dumb. Yeah. And again, fucking people throwing flame on fire bowling pins or whatever the hell they were throwing sticks. Like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, because, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't they do that? It was the Pandora's like, box of fucking shit. Shit show? <laughs> it's a shit show. Welcome to the show. I'm like, what the fuck? So the fire festival. I'm sorry, the fire festival. Jesus. The Phoenix <laughs> Festival happens in Seattle. It's a real thing. I looked it up. Because I was like, what is this crazy circus of like Is it like literally a circus? No. It says it's, um, the Phoenix Festival. Phoenix Festival is an arts-inspired experience full of music, interactive art, local food, and beverages. That's, you know, very quickly what it is. So, okay, cool. Yes, great. But at the same time, this situation that happened at this park, it was like whatever could go wrong did go wrong. How do we have, what were they, mimes or whatever, juggling... Bowling pins that bowling, were on fire. Bowling pins that were on I don't know. fire. Sticks of fire. I don't know. Something. Who who was in charge of this? Again, I get it. There were a bunch of firefighters there doing different things. But like the captain should be on top of this shit. There should have been a parameter of like people like don't come over here. And on top of that, you were in a clear view distance to see a fire truck on its goddamn side. Yeah. I don't care if you're a fucking mine. You have eyes. You can see. Take your fucking fire stick somewhere else. <laughs> and are you not that, smelling all this fuel? Because gas smells yeah. like something for a reason. Yeah. No, they thought on it was a good that, idea like, to juggle bowling pins on fire. Yeah. I'm like, what the? Fucking throw it up in a tree and light a tree on fire? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Stop that. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad. Nicole, that was the, legit the moment in the episode that I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> what is happening right now? Who are these people? You know what my reaction was? Like, oh, of course. Because that would just make sense. Fuel spilling everywhere. Somebody with a fucking (laughs) stick on fire. Why not? I'm like, this is bullshit. I love it. Oh, shit. I love it so much. Why is no one spraying it with like, I don't know if fire extinguisher would do anything to it, but why aren't they putting some type of chemical on it to make it less reactive? I'm like, that. I know that exists somewhere. Didn't they do that in one of the episodes? Weren't they spraying it when that fuel was spilling and they were literally melting their shoes to the ground? That fake fire, that yeah. fire you can't see? Like, come on. I think the... Um, I was so mad. No, the reason that Maya and Andy were on top of the truck to begin with when they like climbed on top of the truck was mm-hmm. to get the foam. Because I do remember um, Becky was oh, like, okay. come on, pretty, or whatever fucking misogynist thing he was saying to them get the foam and they were like trying to pry the door open to oh, get okay. the foam i just don't know if the foam was for like a fire somewhere else or, just or whatever, whatever or if it was for the fuel line or for the leak okay but whatever that shit okay, was fair crazy. enough yeah it would be in the truck but still yeah <laughs> it was it was cool when it blew up like it sucked it really really did suck that the fire engine caught on fire and all of this happened to it but like it was cool when it blew up and like the girls were like you know action action movie jump and yeah. the explosion behind them. That was awesome. That was pretty cool. I seen, I think they put a thing on Instagram mm-hmm. of like them jumping off onto like the mat. 
and like yeah. the thing, how it all happened or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that looks like so much fun. It does, right? That's awesome. Another thing about Beckett is the way that he was introduced was just set the tone for us to just fucking hate him because they could have just brought someone in that was like some, you know, different. We didn't have to hate from the beginning, but it was him being like, all right, hey, you guys want to take a picture with this pretty lady over here with the pretty firefighter? And she was like, yo, find better words to describe me. Like, I'm an Olympian. He was like, all right, you want to take a picture with the pretty Olympian? And she was like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, that just set the tone. And I was like, okay, all right, here we go. I was like, what a dumbass. Right, right, right. Um, like we said, it was 10 months later from the wedding. Um, but we did get to see what happened right after, like right after, I guess, um, Maya and Karina found out what happened mm -hmm. um, about her job mm -hmm. and everything. And Maya stormed into the incident captain. I want to say his name is McAllister. Like the, I don't know. He, I think he's like the incident captain or like like the, the battalion. Yeah. Or is he the new Ripley? I don't know who he was, but he's, I guess, the one that had the power to demote them and all that shit and i like that she you know stormed into the office with karina in hand and she's like he was like hey you're you're in a wedding dress what the fuck and she's like yeah i just finished marrying this hot beautiful lady over here but i have to be in this fucking office yelling at you about bullshit what the fuck um <laughs> and i and i love Great that moment. because maya yeah because it was like that's that's also my favorite maya when she's like telling somebody off apparently i like people when they're angry that's my thing. <laughs> but that was that was a good scene um, to kind of start everything because it's after that, you know, shocking cliffhanger from last season to start the episode right there. I loved. Well, no, you know, we got the whole like fireworks, you know, everyone's great and COVID is over and this like what they called it, this fictional post-pandemic world um, yeah. that they said in the beginning. But to then go see what actually happened right after the wedding and her being like, you know, I'm not crying sexism like I'm saying that this is wrong and all that stuff. And and Andy having her back at the office and Karina being there like the kid didn't even die. We were trying to save a kid, you know, all that. I, that mm -hmm. scene was was great. And I and I like that we got to see that um, in the beginning. And in the end, we saw Maya and Karina dancing, I guess, by themselves, like a slow song at their wedding. And mm -hmm. Karina very... Without any words, because you didn't really need words for that moment, but just kind of giving her permission to just, you know, let it out and it's okay. And she has her. And it was just, I was like, this is lovely. And I love you guys. It's so lovely. And this this is hard. This was a really terrible thing to happen, to happen on, quote unquote, one of the happiest days of, you know, of your life. Um, oh, I know. And, and a day that was actually really, that was really great. That's, that ended really great. Or that was supposed to end really great for her and for this to happen really sucked but you know but I'm glad that at least they're strong and they didn't mess up the wedding for you know it wasn't like all right everybody pack it in whatever she came back and she was like whatever this is not gonna mess up her but turn on the party and people started partying so all that was good I'm glad we got to see all that yeah mm. yeah mm -hmm. that's all I got I don't know if you have anything else Oh, Emmett and Travis. Oh, Emmett and Travis. Them? They're cute together. And I hope that Travis doesn't get in his head too much. Yeah. I hope he just kind way. of enjoy. Yeah. Like, I hope he just kind of enjoys it and 
sees where it goes. Like, I know it's hard, but like, I don't know. Like, he's not a firefighter. He's, you know, he works over at Grace Sloan. He's a doctor. So they're in two different fields. But yeah, hopefully he doesn't get too much in his head about it because they are so cute together. I know. They really are. And I'm glad that it wasn't just like a hookup after the wedding or like a whatever. Like, it looked, mm-hmm. it looks like, you know, 10 months in, they are something. You yeah. know, they're together. They're something. Um, and And that's good. And... I think because it's Travis and because he is dealing with a lot still from losing Michael and still from like his ideas on, you know, on uh, relationships and marriages and whatever, like he's still dealing with that and kind of um, reconciling it for himself in a way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad that he's like, he's going to have these things and I'm glad that he's voicing it. But Emmett seems really secure like he mm-hmm. he feels so different than when we first met him and he was, you know, this closet oh, yeah. kid. Like he feels so secure and so confident. Um, and when he told Travis, when they were in bed and he told Travis, like, you know, I've had to fight for to be who I am and to be where I am and all that stuff. So, like, I'm going to make the best of it, you know, um, pretty much was the sentiment. Like, mm-hmm. that was that was beautiful. And I think that he can be good for Travis in like at this stage where they are right now in a yeah. way. So I'm really, I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with the two of them um, story-wise, you know, for their arc yeah. this season. Yeah. Cause it's, it's really, it's quite lovely actually. The two of them. I agree. And Hopefully. okay. I'm sorry. Cause I'm sorry. Real quick, Nicole. Um, I don't know if you remember when he showed up for the wedding, Emmett, he was like, you know, Travis was like, hey, you look nice. And she was, and he was like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm wearing shapewear. He's wearing shapewear. Okay, Emmett, we just saw you in these quote-unquote biking shorts. You, he, I. It's Nicole, because he wore all that shapewear. That, no, and I don't want to be able to wear I wear shorts. shapewear and I don't look like that. I don't have side abs. I don't have any abs, but I don't have side ones, <laughs> especially. Apparently, I need to get some sidewear. Thank you. He made me feel like I need to go to the gym more often. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, no, I also, definitely felt that way. When no, but I was literally, literally on my second watch, I was like, wait a second. Was he wearing shapewear at the wedding? Give me a break, Emmett. <laughs> it was just really funny. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, let's see what Damn our, ooh, I know, right? <laughs> um, let's see what you guys have to say about it um, and read some feedback. You guys, if you have any feedback, leave us a voice note or an email at shondaland at courtsandparts.com. Or you can follow us on all of our socials. Do send us the feedback before 9 a.m. Eastern time, please. Okay, so our first uh, our first <laughs> shapewear, good Lord. Our first thing, um, our, f- <laughs> our first message is from Jesse on Twitter. And Jesse writes, hi, girls. Hoping you're all good and healthy. First, for all the feels, it feels good to be back. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Here are my highlights for Station 19 premiere. I love the action-packed, drama-filled debut uh, that I missed in Station. I also love that we had a little bit of each personal drama, but the episode still felt like a whole. The 19 family was more united and disorganized than ever. Who the hell is that captain? I hate him. That's all of us, Jesse. Um, uh, he's not only an idiot, he's a terrible firefighter, and the station can't 
can't take him anymore. Honestly, me neither. Ben giving Bailey vibes, talking to Sullivan, I need this more. But for me, he wasn't in a position to ask Maya to forgive Sullivan. I understand him, but the guy was partly responsible for ruining the happiest day of her life, and he didn't even admit it. Oh, please. Nicole, do you agree? Because in the the very beginning, Ben was like, hey, when are you going to forgive him? Just for like team unity, for my own unity, whatever. Like, you're going to need to forgive him. And she was like, you can forgive him yourself. That had nothing to do with me. Um, do you think that he should have? I feel like he was kind of in the wrong. Yeah. Because I feel like Maya shouldn't have to forgive him. He right. should have been the one to step up and apologize. He's the one who overstepped. He's the one who crossed multiple boundaries. It should be him. Yeah. I understand it makes it awkward for everybody. And I'm sure nobody enjoys that. But at the same time. I wouldn't apologize. I wouldn't forgive someone for doing something if you can't see where you were wrong. Yeah. So true. No, I agree. Agreed. Uh, Jesse continues. Now let's go to the only two that made me cry. Andy and Maya brought emotion to this episode. Gina and Danielle killed every scene. It was their expression. What their characters felt. It was amazing. Seeing Andy at twenty three and her pain. She literally grew up at 19 and being in love with the job when she says her job is just a job now it hurt but what broke me is seeing her engine on fire that was awful it took me back to 312 and her father's death but i'm happy and excited for the path her arc is taking finally independent from sullivan building her own story don't get me wrong i like the surreya but they need a break to get back right and they both need to grow individually. And the friendship with Theo was something I didn't know I needed until I saw it on my screen. Ooh, Jesse, same, 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 same. Nicole, <laughs> once I saw the two of them together kind of like relating in the park, I was like, I need more of this in my life. Oh, I know. Jesse continues. And last but not least, Maya. I was feeling with her every time she appeared on screen. Her going to the chief to fight in her wedding dress might not have been the smartest move, but it was the most empowering. And Andy throwing his sexism in his face? Honestly, I need more Andy, Maya, and Karina on my screen because that was a lot of power to deal with, and I'm here for it. Yes. Then cut to that idiot making fun of her. At this point, murders are allowed, right? Yes. Someone should murder him. Absolutely. I agree, Jesse. <laughs> why not this one i'm, I'm, over, I'm over these fucking toxic masculinity fuck faces um uh, jesse says her answering the radio as captain that reflex hurt a lot her saying thank you to sullivan after he minimally apologizes after 10 months is the maturity that i wanted to have extremely proud of her growth and her calling 19 to them after that was tough. She's their leader, their captain, and it stayed crystal clear to me. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, she has grown a lot from the beginning of the season to this person. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, and I really, I've really liked her journey and her, her journey and her arc a lot. She's, she feels so different and very grounded, Um, this Maya compared to like Maya from season one, you know? Oh my God, yeah. 100%. I'm really proud of her too, yeah. Um, Jesse says, but the scene that left me in tears with, was her with Karina at the end of their wedding. No words were spoken and my heart broke along with Maya's. 
She was holding back the whole time so she wouldn't ruin her wedding. But Karina knew the truth. And then they looked at each other there. Karina gave her permission to break down. And I went with her. Oh, my God. I know. No. The love of a good woman. That's what I said. The love of a good woman. <laughs> um, honestly, excited for what's ahead. I feel like it's going to be an amazing season. And the moment in the future where Karina gets back to captaining and Andy gets back to 19 is going to be one of the most powerful in the series. I just know. They will overthrow the patriarchy and come back with power. And I just can't wait for that. By the way, how good did everyone look in this episode? That was personal to me. Jesse, um, thank you. Thank you so much, Jesse, for writing in. I, I agree. Everyone looked great in this episode. Everyone's hair is great. I loved it. And yes, I okay. cannot wait for them to get back um, to their rightful place in firefighting <laughs> and overthrow their patriarchy. I'm and the end. And the end. Sullivan out. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Thank you, Jesse. Oh my God. And Jesse uh, wrote the nicest, sweetest message to us on um, on Instagram. How she shares the the show, our show, with one of her with her best friend or one of her friends that does not speak English, and she translates it for her. And I was just kind of like, that's the sweetest thing that I've ever heard. So, oh my God, that's so sweet. I know. Thank you for listening, Jesse, and thank you for doing that. That was super duper sweet. And thank you for your message. I appreciate that. Our next feedback is from Margaret. Hi, Margaret. And Margaret says, hey, y'all, we're back. Yes, we are, Margaret. Oh, my God. Um, I, hope you had a, I hope you had a good summer, Margaret. Um, Margaret says, it's great to be back and hear my thoughts on the premiere of Station 19. Overall, I will say I was a bit underwhelmed for the premiere. I just feel like it wasn't quite as exciting as it could have been. But that could just be me. Um. Maybe, maybe, Margaret. Anyways, I'm still angry about this whole demoting Maya plotline, and I find it entirely unnecessary and just not fun to watch. But hopefully we'll start to move past it sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. I, mu I must say, though, Margaret, Nicole, everybody, um, that demoting Maya is going to get Maya back into, like, more of the the calls and the... Um, you know, the business of yeah. firefighting and, and more of those plot lines. So that could be, that could be good. It's nice to have my more of like a hands-on type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the only good thing that I find, you know, of this whole thing, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Margaret, Margaret continues. Also, I'm really over this Dean and Vic will they, won't they thing. It's gotten so old at this point, not to mention I'm starting to really like Vic and Theo. I can't wait to see more of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to rant about the lack of Marina. It's always interesting when all the other couples get to have scenes like Vic and Theo or Travis and Emmett did, but not the sapphic couple. I see you, Shondaland. I see you. Mm, good point. Good point. <laughs> I think she means um, the bed scenes. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter uh, too. A couple of people being like, "Wait, Marina doesn't get a bed scene. We can't even get like a like a how was your day type thing, or he apologized. I can't believe it thing in bed or something." So yeah, I I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. Um, it sucks, and they and yeah, Chandelier, what the fuck? I do think Nicole that that goes back to like we need to have more Karina, and not in the sense like we get. 
Theo doesn't work on 19 and we're seeing a lot of Theo. Emmett doesn't work on mm-hmm. 19 anymore and we're seeing a lot of Emmett. So I feel like they could and should incorporate Marina. Sorry, Karina in a better in a in a better more kind of cohesive way. Um just seeing yeah. them with you know just seeing her with them in the beginning is not enough. And yeah, but I understand where you're coming from, Margaret. I agree. Margaret continues, this all sounds so negative, but there were moments I I really did like. I was happy with Andy this episode and her standing up for herself and not having to deal with Sullivan's BS. Also, I love Jack and Dean's brotherly moments. I kind of hope we get to explore this friendship dynamic more this season. Ooh, agree. I hope you all are doing well, and I can't wait to watch these seasons with y'all. Stay safe and healthy, Margaret. Thank you, Margaret. You too. Back at ya. Thank you. Ooh, our next email is from D. What up, D? How was your summer, D? Hope it was good. Um, D writes, "Hi, Carly Nicole. Welcome back. Hope all is well. Here are my thoughts for Station 19. I don't really get why they advertise this as a crossover when it really wasn't a crossover. They dropped off a patient. That isn't a crossover. The promo department should stop with all that. D, I'm glad you said something. I agree. Yes. Yes. What the fuck, ABC? A crossover because they have one patient that starts in one show and then ends in another. That's not a fucking crossover. Yeah, no, we've had that happen before. And that's what kind of confused me too. I'm like, okay, there wasn't much more than that. No, that was it. And I'm like, okay, that was sure. It. Is it just because it's a premiere you're saying that? Like, I was like, that was kind of like false advertising. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. It was absolutely. Yeah. That shit, that, that shit needs to stop. Cause now we kind of, I don't know. I feel like it, it feels, it feels like they take, by doing that, they take the power away from the true crossover events. You know what I mean? That are like exciting. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with Like you. this, like next, this coming week, like the next episode, mm-hmm. that feels more like it would be a crossover event than this one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I think a crossover event know, means that b- casts from both shows are integrating are in both shows and more than one yeah like the yeah. deluca episode oh you know when yeah. we all know what happens to deluca we don't need to rehash that yeah. but you know what i mean like that episode no, we've like, we've, no. we've gotten other crossover episodes this was absolutely not that so yeah uh, uh, do better thank ABC. you for saying that d yeah thank you d d always comes she always comes hard and we're right behind you um d continues i've noticed some changes to station 19 they have a rooftop rooftop garden now i see the tomatoes they were growing i seen those too oh really i totally miss that he seen no tomatoes and i watched the episode twice it was by where sullivan was sitting uh, maybe that's listen if you look at the empty chair they're right next to the empty chair <laughs> damn it i legitimately missed those but all right i, I see now i was like where those tomatoes come from i was like mm, mm-hmm. cash tomatoes um, yeah, right? I was like, mm. oh, no. D says, it really is such a nice modern fire station. I can't believe Station 23 looks the way it does. So dreary and dark and cold. I wouldn't want to work there either. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's funny. Thank because, God for Theo because she would have quit. Oh, man. I, right. I don't know what. Right. Oof, that's that's hard. Um, But it's like the aesthetic, like aesthetically the fire station station 19 is modern and fresh and all that stuff and it kind of reflects in who the firefighters are there's three women or there used to be three women there but there are women there there's you know it's not just like 
straight white guys or whatever. So um, yeah, yeah, I like that. So that that's cool. Um, thank you for bringing that out because I did not notice that at all. I'll do better. <laughs> um, D continues. I'm really enjoying the cuteness of Vic and Theo. They're so adorable. I know Dean has feelings for Vic and he wants to tell her and Jack is encouraging him to do so. But Dean should see how happy Vic is with Theo and he shouldn't mess that up. So hopefully he can meet someone and cheer him up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put that off for a bit. I can't wait to hear more or see how things are going with Crisis One and good for Dean for funding it just to get off for funding it just to get off the ground maybe this is how we'll see the return of the prt vehicle <laughs> ben did talk about wanting it to bring it back or wanting to bring it back i just don't see like it makes sense in a way but i don't see how the prt vehicle kind of fits in the crisis one of it all but okay sure um Ben's just hurting <laughs> ben is like any chance to bring that back that'd be great right uh, I know. D says, I kind of wish Karina was still on Grace just so we can actually see her in storylines. Girl, that's all of us. <laughs> it would be so cool to see her work with Addison. Now that Joe is an OB, we can watch her teach. I want her to be more than just a wife. Maybe she'll be working with Crisis One and maybe the PRT will will make a comeback. She's a doctor, not a firefighter. So I always wondered how she would actually be in storylines as a main character agreed which is why i don't mind having karina be quote-unquote a wife right like everyone's just kind of like i want karina to be more than just a wife that's all of us it would work for me at least to see karina be a wife support system for maya and all that on station 19 if we still got to see her do her thing on Grey's, like D said. Yeah. Now that we're getting Joe in OB, Addison is coming back. We can see more of that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But we don't. We don't even... Uh, when that. she goes to Grey's, it's literally just like one scene with a couple of lines and that's it. And it's not even anything worth anything, you know? Yeah. Know, they got to fix this Karina problem. She's in the posters now. So... I'm hoping that this season they're really realizing that they have they have a very talented, you know, performer in Stefania. So it's like, come on, let's do something else, please. We're yeah, all let's asking it the right it. way. Yeah, and we're everyone is yeah. asking for it. I saw that so much on Twitter this 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 uh, past week and this whole summer. Like people are really clamoring for it, and you know they they have to figure it out somehow. Um, anyways, D continues, where did they find this new captain? He doesn't see, he doesn't seem to be very bright. First leaving the rig unlocked and then putting Maya and Andy in danger. Will he be punished for this or written up or demoted for his actions? I hope he isn't sticking around long. Yeah, that's all of us. Best D. Cool. Thank you so much, D. Thank you so much. It's so good to hear from everyone, really. And it's good to be back. Um, okay, Nicole. So after all is said and done, how did you feel about this episode? I liked it. I thought it was a good episode overall. Yeah. I mean, like coming back, it yeah. wasn't a ton of like drama and action and I guess what we're used to in a sense. Mm -hmm. But overall, it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the character interaction and, you know, a little, little action here and there. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know. I thought it was good. Yeah, me too. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think I really do think that it was a good season opener. We got to mm -hmm. deal with 
stuff from the finale from last season and you know setting into motion some of the stuff that we're going to be dealing at least for the first half of the season and I mm-hmm. thought it was exciting. That's the whole, like, all the shenanigans happening in this park and the explosion and, you know, all this stuff I liked. Um, and then the yeah. the inclusion and introduction or getting to know Theo more, like, you know, stuff like that. I, I liked it. So I really liked this episode a lot, you know, at the end of the day. I liked it. Um, so we thought that, like, that it would be fun to have, like, crushes of the week for these episodes or for the Shondalands or whatever. So crushes of the week are just, like, whatever... Like we like really, 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 really like them. We just like can't can't live without or like want more of for the particular episodes. Um, something that I do like personally, like at the end of the day, I'm just kind of like, you know, I really like this. So I thought that I would bring it to the show. <laughs> um, Nicole, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first as what your crush this week was? Uh, you can go first. Okay. So I'm not going to lie to you. And I said it during our live this week, but I am crushing hard on this wardrobe department and their decision <laughs> to put Emmett in these biking shorts and I'm putting that in quotes <laughs> and Dean in this towel, just, just for my, I feel like they did that for my personal pleasure, but I guess, <laughs> you know, other people enjoy that too. So I appreciate that. And I'm crushing hard and I'm going to give like a huge thank you to the wardrobe department. You guys did your thing this week. Thanks. <laughs> what about <Nice>. you, Nicole? <laughs> Um, I guess I would have to say if I was crushing this week, it would probably be on Andy and her whole uh, spicy attitude. Mm. Like it was just more confident and more, I don't know what else to say about it. Just more confident in herself. Yeah. Like self-assured. You know, more self, yeah, I was going to say more self-assured of herself and what she really wants, like her fears and then finally kind of facing them in the sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I would have to say probably that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's a great one. Great, great, great one. Um, Hey, if you guys want to include your crushing, who you're crushing on this week in your feedback, when you send it in, please, by all means do that. That'd be fun. Um, So Nicole, next week's episode, episode two, it's called Can't Feel My Face. Ooh, so exciting. On October 7th. You saw the promo? Yes, I saw the promo. Girl, it's like a meth lab is going to blow up and we have it sounded like Bishop, Warren, and Sullivan are down. And I don't like the sound. Yeah. I don't like when people are down. It was saying like no oxygen or low oxygen or something. Or something and, yeah. like that. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't appreciate that. Me neither. Me neither. But again, like I, I, I like mm-hmm. I was saying before, like it's good to have Maya back in the mix. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to have her like in danger and all that stuff. I... I know I'm I'm kind of here for that. I mean, I'm not here for people yeah. to like die or I'm anything. I'm here for the change, but, you know. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I remember saying last year that I want to see them do more firefighting for this season. Yeah. So I'm hoping this season we get more this one, polls and stuff. Yeah. This episode definitely is more of what we were looking for as far as like the firefighting goes. Because mm-hmm. it's been like we've seen like small things here and there, but we haven't seen like anything big. Right. Not since what was it that apartment fire that apartment building fire where jack was hurt or caught or something yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. we haven't seen anything like real big since then yeah so this kind of seems almost along the lines of that in a sense yeah i think since vernoff took over um for stacy mckee 
um, is is become more kind of relationship like interdynamics um, or interpersonal mm-hmm. relationships, stuff like that, and less of the like action, you know, firefighting. So I hope that they yeah. kind of bring both, find a good balance between both those things. Yeah. Well, hopefully my eyes are not too puffy for when we go live. <laughs> I love how that's what you're so worried about. Nicole, it is what it is. If yeah, they're going to make literally. us cry, then I feel like we'll all be puffy. It'll be a puffy night. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Let's talk Grey's Anatomy. Ooh, Grey's Anatomy, episode one, Here Comes the Sun. Probably named after the Beatles song off of their 1969 album, Abbey Road. It's one of my favorite songs. But actually, this is one of my favorite songs. But I like the Nina Simone cover better ever since I was a teen. Uh-huh. Like the Nina Simone cover of Here Comes the Sun is like literally my one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, nice. Yeah. But this episode of Grey's was written by Meg Marinis and directed by Debbie Allen. The Grey Sloan doctors treat a patient who encountered illegal fireworks. Bailey has her sights on hiring new doctors, but she's having trouble finding viable options. And Owen and Teddy attempt to make the next step in their engagement. Ooh. Listen, I'm going to start with Owen, Owen and Teddy because I cannot believe that season 18, after all is said and done, Owen and Teddy were like super cute and happy and getting married and on a personal note, I was very happy for them. Wow. There was no eye roll from me. There was no nothing oh from me. God. I was legitimately like, oh, are you guys? Who are you? <laughs> Yo, Nicole. <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> Why were you confused? <laughs> I wasn't sure what was actually happening. <laughs> what? I'm like, wait, what? Is this real? Is this like legit? They seem too happy. Like a- Something, right? This is another one of Teddy's dreams. What's happening? Yeah, right? I'm like, she's going to wake up? She's trying to figure out the answers? Right. No, like I I legit was confused for like a second or two. And I'm like, what? You're hilarious. <laughs> well, everything that's going on between them back and forth. I'm like, are we sure this is like what we want to do, guys? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Yeah, okay. But like once like it went on, I'm like, okay. I'm extremely happy for them. They seem very happy. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for the best. It's a very strange feeling. (laughs) Hence the confusion. (laughs) Not normal for us. No, it really isn't. Not normal for them. (laughs) Not normal for them. It's a weird feeling. No. So strange. But they seemed really happy. So I was happy for them. And I just hope it stays that way. Yes. For a long time. A long time. Like two more seasons. When they break up, it better be literally the last fucking episode of this fucking saga. Like literally. The last episode is, Owen, I'm leaving you. And then the show shuts off. And I'll be like, word. The end. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Or if they break up, one of them better be dead. That's it. Those are the only Mm -hmm. two ways that we'll be a widow. Yep. I can't. I cannot with them. Other than that, they better be happy fucking in bliss. In bliss. I I literally don't want to hear a peep. A peep from them. All season. Nope. That's it. Not a single thing. (sighs) I can't. Um, but it was cute. We got Megan back. It's so nice to see Abigail Spencer in oh, anything, love it. really, because she's fantastic. But she's really like a f- breath of fresh air. Like her, like her energy feels so. What's needed in the in the Teddy and Owen story? Yeah. 
And I, I, I really like her. I like her and I like her as Megan. Um, and it's nice to have her there. And she was there with the mom and she ended up, she was the one that ended up getting ordained in 10 minutes in the bathroom or wherever it was that she said <laughs> and marrying them. And it was really cute. And I don't know. I just, I liked it. I liked the whole thing. Leo was there in a tutu. Oh my God. So good. We finally got, after 18 seasons, we finally got a wedding at Joe's bar. You I guys, know, right? Crazy. So it, it's weird that it's Teddy and Owen, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> Feels appropriate. It, was, it was just really cute. It was cute and it was nice and it was like adorable and they seem happy. You know what I mean? She was like, do you take Teddy? And he was like, I do. Do you take Owen? And she's like, you're my hands and you are my cover and you're everything and you're the father of my kids and you're amazing. And they just seem legitimately sincerely happy and it was a long road but I'm glad that this is the end and I'm glad that this is the end yeah you know so yeah it was the nice. end the end which was <laughs> <laughs> like it started super cute wedding at the park but then it was like kind of a bad omen that the priest right as they were getting married got hit and needed to go to surgery. And then the priest died. And you were just like, ooh, that doesn't, mm, that's not a good way to start. <laughs> yeah. To start anything with Teddy and Owen. It's just like, oh, that feels right. That feels appropriate. I know. Yeah, that feels right for you guys. But I like what he said. He was like, oh, yeah, so what? It is weird. But maybe we're like the phoenix, you know, rising from the ashes to make it all better and great. And she was like, you know what? Fine, I'll buy it. Let's do this. That's great. <laughs> Anyways, it was great. Real quick about Megan. Fucking Megan and Riggs aren't together anymore. They fucking broke up. Nicole, Aww. are you devastated? No. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't really remember my feelings about them, too, from how back, yeah. how far back. So I'm kind of like, nah. I just, I just remember that we, like, it was a happy ending for the two of them, right? Yeah. They got, they left, they, they finally re got reunited. He didn't have to be with Meredith, which I think I was not rooting for. So it was great. And it was like a happy ending. And then to now, after all they've been through to them, be like, yeah, COVID, it's a COVID breakup. We just couldn't stand each other or whatever it was she said. Yeah. It just felt like, oh man, you know, that's it's like it. you guys went through all that. Like, I was kind of sad because they did seem like, you know, they would be long-term. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they seem like that type of vibe to me. But at the same token, I was just kind of like, oh, they're not together. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. She seems yeah, happy she no matter has... what, so I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. She still has her son, who's uh, like a foot taller now. So it's been a couple oh of years. God, but it's... yeah. Yeah, but it was nice. It was nice. I I don't know about you, but I kind of want to see more Megan, like as a doctor, more Megan on the show, which is nice. I don't know if Abigail Spencer's you know schedule allows that but it'll be fun to kind of have her and her kind of energy there i think she'd be a good addition yeah me too i agree yeah let's talk meredith 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 Mer talk meredith meredith oh meredith i love that we starting out the season really the episode and definitely the season with like um with a anxiety dream where her mom is yelling at her that she's not doing she's not doing enough. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not doing enough. I was like, oh, classic, classic Gray. 
Classic Ellis Gray. Don't ever cheat. Don't ever uh-huh. cheat. I, I like that because as we saw in the episode, she's in Minnesota. She's getting wooed by the very sexy. I don't care how old he is. He's very oh sexy. God. Peter Gallagher. I he fucking love Peter Gallagher. Is so fucking handsome. Isn't he? Like great smile. Beautiful yeah. head of hair. So charming. His voice is so divine like i don't i don't know what it is like just something about him i thoroughly enjoy i would totally date yeah. him absolutely did you ever watch the oc i've seen some of it so he was sandy cohen on the oc he played the dad of one of the kids the oc which chris carmack link who was also on mm-hmm. so i would love for them to have a scene together on the show it's probably not gonna happen but it'll be fun um oh my God, but no so on the oc is literally where i fell in love with him like he was perfect on that show and i just everywhere i see him no matter what character he's playing i love him because i love peter gallagher i just anyway so peter gallagher david dr david hamilton old friend of ellis gray so meredith is getting wooed by this guy he's like yo i got you a state-of-the-art brand spanking shiny bright new named after you lab where you can create miracles as you are known to do because you're Meredith Grey. And um, I need you to help me out with this experimental Parkinson's surgery that could probably cure Parkinson's. And I need you for that. She's in Minnesota. And Nicole, literally, he showed her this lab and I was like, ooh, like, I don't even know what half those things are. I don't even know if half those things are real. But I was like, ooh, how could she not say yes? I mean, it's it's so shiny. I know so she was like, oh, this is, what'd she say? Is this the library? He goes, oh, no, that's down the hall. This is no. yours. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's on there. We'll get to that then. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what I'm showing you now. <laughs> By the way, he was on Frankie and Grace or Grace and Frankie. He, I mean, yes. Frank, right. <laughs> you can edit that part out. I just no, no, no. That. He's so great on Frankie and Grace too. On Frankie and Grace. On Grace and Frankie. He's so great yeah. on that too. Spoiler alert. He got arrested, but it's so great. Yeah. Um, Oh, he's so sexy. Do you want to talk about Peter Gallagher for the next hour? No, fine. Yeah, we should talk about Grace. You're right. Um, <laughs> stay on track. Let's stay on Ooh, track. It's got hot in here. <laughs> but no, he's wooing. He's wooing her. The whole the whole oh episode. God. You know, Bailey and um and Weber are like calling her like, don't don't you better not leave. You you better come back. You stop you. And she's like, you guys, I'm not going anywhere. Stop it. I'm not even going to answer you. You guys are being silly. And then, you know, sexy Peter Gallagher's like, hey, I'm the patient. I got Parkinson's, but I have this surgery. I need the great Meredith Gray to help me get um, approval from the FDA. And she's like, but I'm not a neurosurgeon. He's like, yeah, but you're Meredith Gray. So here we you are. are. <laughs> right. <laughs> You could do it all. Stop it. Right. You can do anything, literally anything you want. You're creating little livers, abdominal walls, and all that stuff. And I, I do like the, the two examples, you know, the two great things that she's done, which is the abdominal walls and the liver and all that stuff. Those both patients were on this episode too. So that was mm-hmm. cool. Um, anyway, so she's... She didn't necessarily say no, but she didn't necessarily say she didn't necessarily say yes, but she didn't say no either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, and it looks like she's kind of interested because, again, she's having these anxiety dreams where Ellis Gray is, is, is like, you know, 
you're not doing enough. You got to do something. And then later when she meets up with Ben from Felicity, um, Dr. Nick Marsh, you know, she's talking about kind of like being a miracle and she had COVID and now she has kind of a new lease on life. What are you going to do with this time? You know, so all of these, all of these things paired up is just kind of like, how could she not do this Parkinson thing? Like it just fits for Meredith. Yeah. Meredith, which sucks because it, it sounds like she's at the very least going to be away from Seattle and from Grace Sloan for a while. Um, and at most, she's going to move. So that, mm-hmm. you know, that makes me nervous. And I like that. I kind of like that going into the season for her. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah. Like, I think I'm, I'll be sad that, like, you know, she won't be at Gray Sloan, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see her do something different in this sense yeah. and what this will bring her. So I'm kind of totally here for it. But then That's I'm true. like, my whole brain then goes into like, is she moving her entire family? Is right. she keeping them in the school where they're at and she's going to be here doing that and then flying back and forth? Like, I'm like, how does that work? So then it kind of I- gives me anxiety. I can, that's what I mean. It's like, I'm nervous because I can see, I can see that. I can see her spending some time in Minnesota, figuring it out, not necessarily working there, but at least like figuring it out or whatever, and then flying back and forth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we just got through an entire fucking season where Meredith was like the focus of, but not necessarily part of, of it. You know, Mm -hmm. she wasn't in a lot of it um, because she was in a coma um, so I don't know if they'll do the same thing this season by having her removed from Seattle in another place. I don't know if they'll, you know, go for two episodes of her not being there. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the way the storyline could go is that way where she's not at Seattle for a while. So I just don't see her being away from the kids that long, like especially yeah. after having the whole COVID and, right, you know, that whole thing. I don't know. But at the same time, Nick, she is Meredith Grey, and how can she pass up an opportunity like this? Oh, I know. I mean, talking about ambitious, like, that's one ambitious lady. So that's hard to say no to. I don't see her giving that up. No, not at all. And if we want to add more incentive to stay in Minnesota, Ben from Felicity, cherry on top. Sexy cherry on top. My bags are packed. I'm ready to go. All the way back. Uh, I don't know nothing back. about any of this, but listen, I'm willing to travel back and forth. Uh, you know what? I don't even need bags. Ben from Felicity, he got it. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> he is so cute. He's so oh cute. God, yeah. He looks great. Hi, Scott Speedman. BT Dubs, Scott Speedman, Shit. is going to be a series regular. So <gasps> we're going to definitely see more of him. Ooh. So unless he goes to Seattle, that means Meredith is going to be in Minnesota more. Oh, she will be. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And let's be honest. Just real quick, Nicole. Just let's speak plainly. This whole I'm not going to sleep with you business, that's not going to last long. Because first of all, Meredith is crazy. Clearly. She's lost her shit. By this (laughs) next episode, they will be. She needs to do it for all of us. That dress she had, I'll never forget it. She's looking real good, too. Mm-hmm. Come on, now. How can you say no to that face, those dimples, that chin? I can't. She was like, <sighs> keep walking. He was like, okay, you're so bossy. I was like, you guys, that chemistry is still there. He likes that bossiness. 
He was in one episode on season in season 14, one episode where he was the patient, mm-hmm. one episode. But that one episode, they had so much chemistry. It literally made her think, okay, I can do this. I can fall in love again. How has it lasted this long without him coming back? I have no idea. I'm very disappointed that it took this long, but I'm just happy it's here. I'm disappointed, but I'm happy yeah. that we're friendly here. Yes. It's kind of like a better late than never situation. Exactly. And I'll take it. I'll gladly. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And you're welcome. You know what I mean? All of that. Not going to fight it. I'm not going <laughs> to fight it. But yeah, their, their chemistry is still there. They're super cute. Mm-hmm. That is palpable. And the fact that she said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sleep with you. He's like, what? I'm not going to, I'm not asking you to sleep with me. She said that like two, three times. I feel like she was convincing herself. Oh yeah. Just stop fighting it and enjoy your fucking life. I know. It's not like he's giving you a ring. You got to say yes. Right. You're just sleeping with him. <sighs> which means that that means that like, we're probably going to see a nice courtship between the two of them, mm. which, which could be good. And it could go into kind of like end game situation. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he could be her last type. Oh, you know? love. Yeah. Oh, I'm so here yeah. for it. I, can, I can't even say it. Her last, you know, you guys know. <laughs> I don't want people to be like, no, it's married and dirty forever. You know what I mean? All no, stuff, but... I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's um, time to move on, guys. But speaking of, it didn't work out with Hayes. It sounded like they tried it. Yeah, that was Hayes's interesting. Hayes' younger, yeah, younger son, Austin, started having panic attacks. You know, you're moving on from my mom and all that stuff. Like, he's 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 a kid and he's still grieving his mom, it sounds like. So his dad moving on with someone else, even if it is the great Meredith Grey, like wasn't, isn't, you know, wasn't good for him. Mm -hmm. So Hayes being the great dad that he is, he's like, I can't do this because I got to take care of my son, Hmm. which makes him even greater. Oh my God. More sexier. Just, oh, oh, he's so sexy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cute doctors. <laughs> so many cute doctors. Um, but it like it sucks for the what did I hear? They're called Murhays for the Murhays fans. Ah. Um, I think that's what I saw. If I'm wrong, please correct me, but that's what I saw. It sucks for those fans of Hayes and Meredith. But I don't know. I feel like maybe you guys should stand behind um this whole Nick and Meredith thing. Let's see where this goes. Oh my god, good. you saw how Bailey invited him over for dinner or lunch dinner. I think it was Hayes. Yeah. First of all, Hayes, like, when he first asked that, he was like, Oh, you want to go to dinner? I was like, Oh, Hayes, what are you doing? She's married. <laughs> he was just so awkward and like charming and like nervous. And she was like, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I love her. But yeah, I'm glad that she finally kind of, cause it looks like he's struggling, you know, it's, it, it's hard. I'm I'm sure it listen, it's hard to be a single parent. I'm sure it's even harder to be like a widowed single parent. Yeah. You add on top of that, these are teenage boys. They don't have their mom. Like they're dealing with a lot. The world is falling apart. You know what I mean? So like he has a lot that he's dealing with. And it and it really did look like Miranda kind of saw that and was like, and was very Miranda about it. Mm, okay, you come over to my house. I'll cook and bring dessert. And if you bring fruit, I'm going to throw it in your face. Or whatever <laughs> I'm kicking said. you all out. <laughs> I'm kicking you all out. It was great. And that was really, that was, it was very Bailey and, and, and you know, and him looking for kind of that community for his kids, mm-hmm. you know, 
friends, family, for his kids, for his boys, you know, um, just makes him just makes him so much better. Makes him so much better. Um, Nicole, I must say that the fact that Meredith and Hayes didn't work out, I wonder mm-hmm. if that's because they saw that chemistry between Joe and Hayes last season. Ooh. Do you think though? I thought the same thing, but then when he said about his kid and the, him dating, then I was kind of like, mm. no, but it could be, it could be like a flirty. Yeah. So kind of like easy. let him be solo a little bit and then shift him into mm-hmm. that whole thing. Yep. And then like, it could be like a flirty, easy, kind of easing like on a f- to work flirt type situation for now. Yeah. Yeah. Like developing. I wouldn't be mad that about relationship that. Slowly. No, not even a little bit. Cause I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling Hayes and Joe a little bit. I am too. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, speaking of Joe, oof, oof. Mama's <laughs> having a rough go at it. New mama. New mama's having a rough, rough go at it. Um, Nicole. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've all, we all been know there. What's a, well, we all, we've all been there. Moms, parents, having a baby, a new baby at that is hard. And it takes some getting used to kind of, you know, you have to find your own rhythm and find your own everything with this new thing that you now have in your life, this creature that you have to like take care of mm-hmm. and worry about and sleep or not sleep, but you know, all that stuff. Um, that's rough. That's really rough. Oh yeah. Um, so I I really truly related to her this episode because I was like it, it gave me PTSD as I said like it really did. I was just kind of like oh my god I remember those days. <laughs> I remember those days. Oh yeah. When you can't when you're just kind of like oh wait did I shower yesterday? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just sleep. You know <laughs> and and that it just felt very real to me her where she was in her life with the new baby and kind of being just like super super duper overwhelmed with the whole with everything of it all Mm -hmm. what about you yeah no 100 percent. like i was kind of like what the hell is happening with her right now but then i realized and i'm like okay i'm like she's still getting into the groove at all she's still you know she just switched her careers so i'm sure you know you're starting over at that point in a sense and it's just like you know it's hard to do all of that and again you know post pandemic or pandemic whatever you want to call it so it's like oh i i kind of get it it's like yeah i feel you there there's been plenty of days i didn't brush my hair or shower right brush your teeth like it's it's a lot um and she's sitting you know she's single new single mom a new mom mm-hmm. new single mom uh she just moved to a new place the world is falling apart she changed her career. So this is like a lot. And on top of that, you know, like the medical condition and issues that the child might have to begin with. Because remember the whole. Right. The whole story of Luna to begin with. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know exactly what's going on with her. We don't know if she's doing well or if she's having moments. Right. Where, you right. know. She's like special need in some yeah. way. Yeah. So it's like, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of interested to see like what the whole thing is with that. Like, is she doing better? You know, did she mm-hmm. have like relapse situations where, you know, Joe's like, I can't leave her? Like right. in that sense, that's what I'm kind of interested to see. Well, yeah, her 
like Link told her, like her being feeling guilty about leaving her or, or feeling some kind of way about, you know, her, especially for Joe, her abandonment issues kind of flaring up um, kind of happens when when you have a kid, at least, you know, I, I, for, for me and many others that I know you that's that's what it is leaving them anywhere with anyone else that's not you yeah. at least for me when my kids were baby babies maybe my husband I was okay with me and that's a maybe <laughs> and it depends on the moment you know what I mean so it's hard to kind of go and leave a brand new baby leave them with strangers and then like go to work that's really hard for a lot of parents um and again her having her abandonment issues kind of flare up because of this like when she was just like I've been sitting here all day like I couldn't go inside Mm -hmm. like I like that's so understandable um because it's you know it's hard it's hard and like I felt for her I felt for her really like deeply yeah um but yeah it's it's gonna be I I need to see kind of where it goes with with Joe this season um, cause what was the last season and the season before I really started to like her again? Yeah. You know, they started to change her character and kind of ground her more. And I, you know, and I'm, I'm here for any Joe storyline and based on her pictures on Insta and all that <laughs> stuff, like I'm loving the blonde. So, yeah, no, I definitely like it. I've seen the Instagram yeah. ones and stuff. I do hope somebody takes her. I thought Schmidt was the one that was going to like give her a haircut, but he didn't even help to comb her hair or anything. He was it was so funny. Oh, my God. Um, his chicken costume. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell is he wearing? Is that a chicken? What the fuck is he doing? Is that a chicken? No. no, but when I was watching the rewatch, I was like, man, this stupid chicken costume. He was like, it's a phoenix. He was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, Maggie and Winston and their sex injuries from their honeymoon because they were just sexing it up. Wow. Yes. They were getting creative. I have to say yes. They were getting all the way creative. Get it, girl. <laughs> when Bailey was like, how'd you hurt your wrist? What was it, like handcuffs or something? <laughs> and she was like, well, um, no, I don't want to know. Yeah. No, I'm good. Like, Never mind. Keep it that, yourself. <laughs> that interaction was hilarious. It was hilarious. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, what I want to say about fucking Lincoln Joe or about Joe, I don't want Lincoln Joe to hook up to be anything other than a platonic relationship. Oh, my God. Yeah, please. Can we not I know do we that? said that several times. I don't want that at all. Not even a little bit. Me neither. Like brother and sister. It's gross to me. Right. And listen, I'm not saying that the show has given us anything, any indication that they are moving in that way. I think that's just us, the audience, kind of knowing what happens in shows. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Especially on a show like this. So just I'm preemptively saying no, no, thank you. Let's move on. That's it. Keep it to yourself. You hear me, Vernoff? That's it. Keep it to yourself. Um, but speaking of Link, uh, Emilia and Link. Oh, that's a disaster <sighs> burning dumpster fire and whatever else. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, right. It's like one of those things that's like happening in slow motion. You just can't stop watching it. It's You're like, like, oh, right. I should stop it. Oh. I can't. Oh, damn. Yeah, it absolutely is. He spent all episode being grumpy, like mad and sad and like, you know, broody and all that stuff because Emilia um, said no, refuses, I guess, to say yes to his marriage proposal. Um, And he's, but he's not backing off. 
he's still like, yo, marry me, marry me, marry me, marry me. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. The pandemic showed me that. I don't want to just be with you. I want to do everything. And like, and like, he's so intense and passionate about it. Where if I'm not mistaken, and I'm glad that she even mentioned it to him this episode, he wasn't feeling marriage and all that before. And that was something that they kind of had in common. And they were like, yeah, you don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. Awesome. We could just be together. Yeah. I don't remember what gave him, what like made him have this fire in his belly for fucking marriage like this. And definitely for him just not taking no for an answer and just being like, okay, you don't want to marry me, but we can still be together. I don't get it. I don't know where that came from. I don't remember. But the fact that he, that he is like marriage or bust for him is really upsetting. That's truly, truly upsetting. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I don't understand why he can't just be happy with what they have and yeah, just accept that. Like, why does it have to be the end? Why does that have to be the only solution, right. marriage or nothing? Like, you have right. so much more than that. And you guys complement each other so well. Yeah. So it's kind of like. They do. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping he comes around, but I feel like by the time he does, it's going to be too late. I rewatched it. And afterwards I was like, okay, is it that Amelia needs to explain it to him better? You know what I mean? Because she was all like, I love you. I love you. I just can't. You know what I mean? Last season, um, their issue was, or her issue was that she doesn't want any more children and he does. And I felt like, oh, I don't remember. Maybe you can remind me. Did she say that to him? That she finally was like, I don't want any kids. Yeah, I think she told him. Okay. Because then if it's changed for her, then I feel like she needs to explain it more. And if it hasn't changed for her and that's still the case, maybe she just needs to reiterate it so he can get it um, and then act accordingly. But I don't know. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to like find ways of of making him understand that like no means no. Yeah in a way, when it comes to this, and that that should be okay. It doesn't mean she doesn't want to be with you. It doesn't mean that she doesn't love you. It's that she doesn't want to get married. Yeah. And why does that need to break everything up? I don't know. So I'm I'm really, I don't know. I'm upset about this whole storyline, Nicole. Yeah. I don't, I don't why, know. Why can't we have anything nice? <laughs> why? Because <laughs> when we ask for nice things, this is what we get. Oof. We get maybe a half a season. That's it. <laughs> um, I No, I do. You're right. I do want him to kind of come around and then see, like maybe see it from her perspective or or like let it go. Because maybe stay together. Maybe in like a year, maybe in five years, she'll feel different. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe she won't feel different. And you guys will still be together. And that if you want to build a life with someone, marriage doesn't, you don't need marriage for that. Mm-hmm. You don't need marriage to build a life with you. So, with uh, whatever. Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, I'm so mad, Nicole. <laughs> so stupid. Um, re- like, so stupid. Real quick, Bailey, uh, Maggie, and Cormac are doing interviews because they need to replace four surgeons that they lost last year: Avery, DeLuca, Joe, and Karasik. Um, And the interviews are not going well, for the exception of this one no. awesome mm-hmm. doctor, Doctor Lin plastics 
badass lady, confident, bold. She's forward. She's honest. She's focused. She looks like she's very good at her job. Mm -hmm. Nicole, how do you feel about this lady? I kind of like her. Yes. Yeah, I kind of like her. Ooh, I love her. I kind of, I want to see more of her. She Ooh. reminds me of Meredith. Mm -hmm. The way that she was, the way that she was talking during the surgery while they were like, well, you know, they continued the, the interview while she was, you know, her hands were in this guy's face. <laughs> um, oh and she God, was like, yeah. no, no, no. Ask me questions here. I think better in here anyway. And I was like, oh, that feels like a very I was like, Meredith you fit in. and Christina way. You fit yeah, in perfect. She fits right in. She's that kind. And already barking at Schmidt. Barking at Schmidt and Schmidt looked like a fucking puppy on headlights. lost. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the highway. Yeah. Um, what made me really like her, though, is when she was like, during the interview before she went into surgery, she was like, um, Bailey was like, oh, you've never been the head of any department. She was like, no, just like you. I read all about you. And, you know, you weren't either when you got this job. Um, and she was like, and I know that Gray, that Gray Sloan needs surgeons and I'm the blah, blah, blah. Like she really sold herself, yeah. but sold herself in a way that she was like, you need me more than yeah. I need you. And then she kind of went back to it at the end when they offered her the job. And she was like, mm, no, I'm good. All your interns are really just not up to par to my standards and what I need. And mm -hmm. I need the interns to do my job. I really, you know, I need them. And nah, I can't do this. So I'm good. You know what I mean? And like, I was just kind of like, who is this angel of a doctor? Yeah, I'm just and like, why? Oh my God, yes. And we need more of her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, she's, yeah. So she's awesome. And I, she said yes to the doctor to take in the job after Weber was like, we'll whip him into shape. Trust me. I promise you. We just uh, lost time to the pandemic. Okay, Weber. Sure. The intern <laughs> program has been trash for a really long time, but sure, let's blame the pandemic. Yeah. Fine. So I just really liked her. I really, really like her. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait to see more of how this goes with her. Yeah. And it's and it's um the first time that we've gotten a female plastic surgeon. Because we had Mark and then Avery. Yeah, I was gonna say Avery. And Alex was in plastics for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ooh. And that's it. We, we never had a female well, Joe, plastic. So Joe did it for a little bit, didn't she? And then she was she like, I don't round there. Maybe. And she's like, I don't like yeah. this. Right. So but. it's it's nice. I'm I'm looking forward to what she's going to bring to Grace Loan and definitely to the program. Because again, she's giving me Meredith vibes. Mm -hmm. Um and and I, and I, and I'm, I don't know, I really can't wait to see her with the interns, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think that this is going to put a fire in the belly of, um, of Weber to get the intern program back to where it was because it yeah. really, he has to, he knows it and he, he knows it. He knows that it's not the way it used to be. So. Oh my God. It hasn't been good since April Kepner and that whole crew was on. Thank you. That was like the last class that was good. Yeah. It's just all downhill after that. Yeah, because that's what every time we every season we were like fucking interns, right? Manic the manic season. You remember that? Yeah, debacle. Man, we try not to, but do you remember it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said that and it hurt my soul. I know, I know, I know. Crazy. Oh, by the way, wait a second. Hold on a second. 
is Meredith not running the intern program anymore? Were they just kind of like, no, you're doing it wrong, Meredith. You're out. Because remember last, like the second to last episode, she was like running the the intern program. No? Did I just make that up? No, I didn't make that up. That's what happened. And then Bailey kept going like, no, but you're not going to do this. It's tradition. And she's like, no, fuck that. I got to work. We're going to do blah, blah, blah. You remember? Yes, vaguely. I feel like my husband was just like, yeah, I got better shit to do. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's how I kind of felt. Like, I felt like she lasted two days. It was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. No. Mm-mm. I got to go to Minnesota. Bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> or or they were like, mm, Meredith, you're doing it wrong. I don't want you to do it anymore. You're not <laughs> keeping up with wh- whatever we're used to. And Maybe. she was like, okay. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, let's get to some feedback. Uh, you guys, if you have any feedback, please leave us a voice note or an email at Shondaland at or you can follow us on our socials. Please leave us feedback by 9 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday. That'd be great. Thanks. So our first feedback is an email, an email from Margaret. Hey, Margaret. And Margaret writes, hey, y'all, it's me again. Here are my thoughts on the season 18. Wow premiere of Grey's Anatomy. We're back again and things are just as messy and chaotic as ever at Grey Sloan. From a wedding gone wrong to a relationship turmoil, things never really do change around here, do they? No, no. But that's why we're here, Margaret. That's why we're here. I'm going to start out with Amelia, as that's what y'all have come to expect from me. I'm so proud of my girl for standing up for herself and saying no to someone who's kind of trying to manipulate her into marriage when that's not something she really wants. I'm not going to rant about how much I despise the way that they suddenly changed Link's character, but if you go back to 1602 and look at him now, it's an entirely different person. Just saying. Margaret, you are not wrong. That's what I'm saying. He used to just not be like this, and all of a sudden now he's marriage, 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 or nothing, and it's just kind of like, what the fuck? Who are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, like I know people change and grow, but like that's a that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a complete about face. Um, anyways, Margaret continues. As for the as for the Dr. Marsh of it all, my jaw kind of hit the floor. I wasn't entirely sure what I expected in terms of someone from Meredith's past returning, but I'm not mad at it. Their chemistry is really great, in my opinion, and I'm very interested to see where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. It was really cool to see Peter Gallagher this week. I'm a fan of his work and I'm interested to learn more about his character and this whole Minnesota plotline. I wasn't too surprised that they were trying to woo Meredith and get her to work there, but I'm still fascinated nonetheless. Those were the major highlights for me this week. I could keep talking for a while, but I won't subject you to that. Oh, Margaret. I hope everyone is well and I'm looking forward to next week. Best, Margaret. Thank you, Margaret. Lovely, lovely as always. Our next email is from Brady's One Girl Five. And Brady's Girl writes First of all, in the subject line was like, What the hell was that season premiere of Grace? And then she writes Teddy and Owen got married at Joe's Bar by Megan, who got ordained in 10 minutes. Megan and Nathan Riggs split up. All that Megan and Riggs storyline a few seasons ago was for no reason. The new doctor needs to leave Grace. I don't like her already. She doesn't seem like she wants to be there. Ooh, okay. Hot take. 
Is this why nobody wanted season 18? Because Bailey and Richard were going to have to hire all new doctors who I already hate them all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're not feeling the new doctors, but give them a chance, Brady's girl. That's all I'm saying. Give them a chance. Uh, she continues, Emilia said no to marrying Lincoln to a second and third time, and now he's going to fall in bed with Joe. Emilia's going to fall off the wagon again, and Emilia leaves the show with Meredith to Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's possibly where it could go, but also, yeah. Okay. I see. You have a lot of anxiety about that, and I understand that because that's possibly where it could go. Thank you, Brady's girl, for that. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm already like, I'm on high alert right now. <sighs> Thank you, Brady's girl. Our next email, final emails from D. Hey, D. What's up, girl? And D writes, hi, Carly Nicole. Welcome back. Hope all is well. Here are my thoughts for Grey's Anatomy. I don't really get why they advertise this as a crossover when it really wasn't a crossover. They dropped off a patient. That isn't a crossover. The promo department should stop it with all that. Agreed, agreed, agreed. One patient starting in one show and ending in another show does not a crossover make. So do better, ABC. Please do better. So D continues. Link really turned the pe- <laughs> Link really turned the pediatrician's visit into a therapy session. Really, dude, he doesn't need to be married to spend a lifetime with Amelia. They can just be together. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Good lord. I feel like should Link listen to our show? I feel like he should. I feel Maybe like you can get a fucking clue. But that's just me. Knock it off, that's Link. Just me. Right, please. Get it Know together. what you got. <laughs> um, D says, I can't believe Bailey turned down Hayes for dinner with the boys. I'm so glad she changed her mind. Mm-hmm. So Megan and Riggs just broke up and they made such a big deal about the two of them. Is Megan sticking around or will she be coming back for a longer storyline? Ooh, I hope so. That is just such a random thing to happen. Yeah, it is. It is, right? Because they could have just been like, yeah, Rig is great. We're together, blah, blah, blah. But if she yeah. is coming back, Nicole, D, everybody, if she is coming back, it would make sense that they would break them up. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay. I, okay. I would, okay. after she had said all that, I was expecting to find, like, to see more of her, especially with the fact that they need people. Right. You know what I mean? She already has experience. Right. Do you remember what kind of doctor she is? Um, she may know. be general because she was in the, she was in, she was <laughs> in the surgery with Teddy and Owen working on father, yeah. the priest. So She's in trauma. She's, yeah, she's probably trauma general. <laughs> right. Um, Yeah, pretty much probably mm-hmm. that. So. Probably. Yeah. Fun. Uh, D continues. I'm enjoying the trio of Winston, Nico, and Link. I want to see more of them. They have great chemistry. They do. I love that. Yeah. He was like, hey, can you uh, check out my rotator cuff? I don't know. I just like messed it up working out or something. <laughs> and Nico, oh Nico's like, yeah, I see that a lot after people come back from their from their honeymoon. The nice try, though. <laughs> we know where you nice were try. last week, dude. Knock it off. Right. Thank you. Right. Not working out. Working out. Mm-hmm. Code. Oh boy. That is a cute, that is a cute um trio. That'd be nice. Uh D says I was not expecting Dr. Marsh to be the the someone from Meredith's past to be returning. That is so random. And he'll be sticking around for a while. This means Meredith is totally temporarily moving to Minnesota to work with Dr. Hamilton, right? Yeah, totally. 
Bailey wanted that two-year notice. She isn't going to be happy about that. No, she's not. Bailey's going to fucking lose her shit. Yeah. She's going to lose her shit. Yeah. It's okay, Bailey. That's too much stress. We're good. We're, we're good. Unless they like... Just hire Ben back. We're fine. <laughs> Listen, Ben is too worried about that PR truck and well, Sullivan. Well, he can go work for Grace and get the money. Yeah, I guess, right? And then he can get it and then oh, he can man. go and work with them and you know what I mean. It works out great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we already got out. two people. We already got two people. Bring right. Megan back. We got three. We're on a roll. Come on, guys. We got this. <laughs> oh, man. D continues with, with, looks like we might have a new doctor in Dr. Lin. I like how her interview was reminiscent of Bailey's when she was interviewed for Chief. Dr. Lin wasn't impressed with the residents, though. And now Richard wants to prove to her that they will be more than capable. I'm looking forward to Richard teaching the residents. Yes, we all are. Uh, P.S. Did y'all read the How to Save a Life book? I totally forgot how problematic Ellen is. They brought up that EW interview she did with Shonda, Carrie, and Viola. I forgot about all that. I was kind of hoping to get more from the book. It was basically just rehashing interviews that were already out there with just a little bit of new info. I was hoping we would get more interview on character exits and more storyline that would have happened if those characters didn't exit. I wanted more info on Justin's exit but all she said was he was expected to stay until the very end and it was beyond shocking that he left the show the way he did he was supposed to have some big arc in the series finale oh that's sad i would like a story about all that yes best d thank you d no we did not read the book and thank you for this kind of little recap um on the book i don't know if i'm going to read the book i don't I didn't think I was going to. And now after you kind of summed it up, um, I don't think I'm going to. No. But thank you for that. And yeah, it sucks that they didn't kind of give more insight on on exit and all that stuff. But I'm sure that all that stuff is kind of like hush hush, especially if it was, you know, if there was like problems or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Did you read yeah. the book, Nicole? No. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look like I'm going to read it either. So, but thank you so much, Dee, for that. Um, much appreciated. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for the feedback. So, Nicole, after all is said and done, did you love this episode or hate it? Um, I'm kind of in between. I wouldn't say I hated it. I probably wouldn't say I loved it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. wasn't bad. I was expecting maybe a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit more maybe action in some way, but it wasn't bad. I thought everything was good as far as everything that had gone on. Same. It was like, it was, it was okay. I feel like it was, um, like serviceable. Yeah. Um, I, it, it legitimately feels, I know we got the whole, um, you know, the whole, uh, this is a post pandemic future, like a fictional post pandemic future, all that stuff. And, and we saw that they had like no masks, no COVID anything, no beach, no nothing related to COVID. Mm -hmm. um, so it felt a little kind of like um, like a do-over, so to speak. So that's kind of how I'm seeing it, like as a do-over, as a we're starting fresh kind of feel. Mm -hmm. I liked it. So for that, you know, it was it was a, it was an okay episode. It was it was good. Yeah. Again, it's nice to have it back. So, um, and I'm excited for all the possibilities that we got introduced to this episode. It was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. At the end of our discussion, we're going to be kind of picking our crushes of the week, which are things that we like really, really, really 
super duper like loved about the episode or anything in Shandaland really um for the week. So Nicole, what are you crushing on this week on Grace? Um two things. One, Meredith's outfits. Ooh, yes. Those outfits were fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, black and white number when she oh met God, yeah. um Nick for drinks. So nice. Oh my God, yeah. And that tan outfit mm-hmm. looks so good on her. It and is, yeah. um and him coming back. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm Those are my cr- yeah, I'm crushing on I'm crushing on Nick Marsh a lot. Ben from Felicity, <laughs> yes. Fun fact, when he was on Felicity, I did not like him, but now I totally do. So, oh my god. So I'm crushing on. I'm crushing on him hard. I I I'm loving this chemistry that they have going on. We loved it in season 14 when he was in that one episode. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that we get that he came back and we're getting to see that. And I am excited for those like flirty kind of like, you know, sexual tension filled scenes that I hope that we get with the two of them. So more oh, yeah. of that, please. Thank you. Yes. Um, yes, yes. So yes, next yes. week, episode two mm-hmm. um, on October 7th is called Some Kind of Tomorrow. Mm. Yikes. That promo looks great. We're getting more Nick and Meredith business. Weber whipping those interns into shape. What else? Just like Weber. Just Weber being like, yeah, it's back like the good old days. And I'm I'm here for that. I'm mm-hmm. here for that, Nicole. I'm so um, here for because it. yeah, because the interns need it. So I'm excited for that. Oh, and Amelia in the pre in the promo, we're seeing Amelia and um and Meredith. So Amelia is in Minnesota because she needs a neurosurgeon, obviously. Told you. Yeah. She's gonna go join. Her. I know. She's gonna be like, Link, I gotta go. Yeah. Bye. She's gonna be like, I can't with this and Link. Yeah. Um, so that's I don't know. I saw that I saw the promo and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm I don't know, I'm like reinvigorated. Maybe it's because it's the beginning of the season. Maybe it's because we're not dealing with COVID, at least, you know, this fictional post-pandemic world that they're creating. Um, maybe because we're not, you know, in a coma on the beach and like, you know, all that yeah. shit is in the past. <laughs> I am reinvigorated. I feel positive about the season. Maybe because we're getting all these like fresh blood, you know what I mean? Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, that's it. That's all we got. That's all we got for a great premiere. I feel like this was enough. Um, Nicole, this was great, great, great fun. coming back and super fun. Thank you so much. Of course. Always so much fun. Glad to be here. <laughs> I know. I know. That's all we got, you guys. Until next week, please be good to each other. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talking Shondaland, a core temp arts podcast brought to you by Carly Beaumont and me, Nicole Diaz. You can follow us on Instagram at Talking Shondaland and on Twitter at Talking Shonda and email us at Shondaland at CoreTempArts.com. This podcast is edited and produced by me, Carly Beaumont, and our brand new logo is by the terrific Beth Freed Graphic Design. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CarlyVision. That's K-A-R-L-Y-V-I-S-I-O-N. And you can find me on Twitter at Nicola underscore D. And I'm on Instagram at I am Nicola. That's Nicola with two C's. And you can find Core Temp Arts on all social at Core Temp Arts and CoreTempArts.com.